Hello everybody, my name is Damon Lewis and you are listening to The Astral World. Today's episode, we are going to be talking with Tommy Hickey. Uh, He is the uh, first expert that we have on this podcast, so that's exciting. But I wanted to uh, talk to you first about... um, I took the week off last week, uh, left that one check-in podcast for those of you who listened to it, and for those of you who didn't, I just, uh, you know, I, I didn't record any episodes last week, and um, so I wanted to tell you a little bit about what was going on. So for last week, I was having some some really... Some, some really crippling self-doubt. I was, I was having doubts about the podcast and about my ability to learn astral projection and lucid dreaming. And I kept thinking that maybe I have kind of painted myself into a corner. Um, you know, having... I, I created this goal, this end goal, um, to... You know, lucid dream and and astral project and go through that whole process on the podcast, but uh, but I don't know exactly how long that's going to take, right? So I created sort of an artificial pressure on myself, and it's been weighing on me. It's been it it weighs on me as I check in with each episode, and it weighs on me when I'm doing my exercises. So I was, I was doing the exercises and I was setting my alarm and waking up and then I'd, I'd be getting frustrated when nothing was happening. And I, I feel that setting this artificial pressure was not, you know, was not helping me. So I, I think I, I just have to kind of let that go. And there was some really good stuff to, that came out of having that that self-doubt that moment of you know is this going to work how you know how should i go about doing this all that kind of stuff yeah i um one of the things i did one of the things i started doing was i actually started writing down i I wrote a little bit of some more notes for my intro so it felt like i was kind of meandering a little bit and uh, maybe stuttering or, or searching for words so I have some notes here on my intro. So one of the things I wanted to talk about is with that, you know, that that doubt I was having, I I created this podcast to learn from people and to help other people learn uh, as best I can and I can I'm continuing to move forward even with the doubts that I was having. Um, and ho- you know, hopefully to, to build this platform and work on other platforms that I can bring together uh, teachers and learners and help build a community to, that can help each other. And I'm not going to set any more artificial pressure on myself. I'm just going to enjoy myself. And hopefully you guys, you know, people, everyone who's listening, hopefully you guys are getting things out of it too. And as I get more interviews, which I got a, a few more lined up, 
I definitely think that you'll I'll get a lot more out of it, get a lot more perspective, you know, from people who are experts, people with different points of view. So <clears throat> after I had this this really uh, this this really low point, I had a few things that came out of it. I went to a meditation class and I got a great meditation out of it. And uh, I'll go over that meditation in a second if you want to learn it. It's so simple. Um, I got some more interviews lined up. <clears throat> and possibly the next step I'm working on is getting into a public access recording booth to do audio and some possibly some video too. So I can get better equipment for recording, get better audio, because I know that the, the audio on this is not 100%. And... <clears throat> That's, that's where I want to be. So let me tell you about the, the, very quickly, let me tell you about the meditation that I learned. It doesn't really have a specific name to it, but it kind of, it's, it's one of those things I've, I've been learning over the years, so many different things about, you know, the chakras, how they work, and um, how your energetic field works. And without going completely into all that, um, I just want to give you the simple meditation. And you can try it yourself, and I'll see if I can get a recording of the person who taught it to me. I'll say, I'm going to try to talk to them, see if they can uh, do the actual guided meditation. That would be pretty cool, too. But if not, we'll, you know, we'll see. So there's this light that comes down from the universe, that comes down from God, whatever you want to call it, but it's available and it comes down just like the sun, just like the sun shines on the trees and everything like that. And what I do with the meditation, what was taught is letting that light flow down and you kind of, you accept this light, you let it flow down and you, you can either do it verbally or internally that you're willing and able to accept the light of God or the universe or, you know, the universal light, whatever you want to call it, um, whatever religion you believe in or spirituality you believe in, it's fine. But you accept that light down through your crown chakra and through your forehead chakra, your throat, your uh, your heart, your uh, your stomach, your uh, your sex chakra, and then your, your root chakra, and then making a connection with the earth, connect yourself with the, the universe up, uh, you know, above, connect yourself with the, the, uh, the earth below, and then allow the energy, like, I guess the, the kundalini energy, flow back up through your root chakra, through your sex chakra, through your stomach, through your heart chakra, your, uh, your throat, your third eye, and then your crown. So it flows down, and then let it flow, flow back up. <clears throat> and all you have to do is set the intention and allow either verbally or non-verbally for that energy to flow down and then the energy to flow back up, forming this, this link for, to, the, uh, to the, you know, the highest spirit down to the lowest spirit into the earth, to the lowest energy. And uh, so I've been doing that. I've been doing that every day and like morning and night and it really makes me feel good it, I really feel like it's helping to uh, energize me and uh, you know there's a I don't know there's a lot of benefits to it 
So you can try that out if you want to. Tell me what you uh, tell me what you think. Tell me how it's working for you. So without uh, without further ado, we'll get on to this interview with Tommy Hickey. We talked about. Um, he told me about his method and what he how he astral projects. It's actually very interesting. He was telling me that if he doesn't close his crown chakra, he just kind of he will just astral project at will all the time. So he is truly an expert. He truly has opened himself up uh, his energy system, and he is able to do astral projection at will. So it was really good talking to him, and he makes it sound very simple. You know, he definitely makes it sound very simple. So there's not like this long drawn out method that he talks about. But one of the things that would be is a good resource is if you go to his Facebook page, the uh, Astral Projection Lessons, which I talk about a bunch of times on the, the interview. There's a lot of great resources. He has a book, like in a, a PDF that he wrote. You can read that, and you can ask questions of people. And just remember that not everybody is an expert when you're getting answers on the page, but Tommy does answer questions. Follow and, and see what he talks about. He, he definitely knows what he's talking about. So uh, I definitely encourage you to, to, to go there and do that, be a part of that group. It feels like a really tight-knit group. He's a great organizer. And, um, and yeah, so, uh, so here's the interview. I really hope you enjoy. All right. So, uh, so today we are talking with Tommy Hickey, the uh, the group organizer for Astral Projection Lessons. And I Hello. Wish, hey, how's it going, Tommy? Not bad. Not bad. Uh, so, uh, so how long have you had that group? When did you start it? Uh, I didn't even start it that long ago. I started it like a few months ago, maybe like maybe like six months ago now. Really? Are you? Yeah, just a few months ago, it started growing a lot. Yeah, I was going to say, are you surprised with the growth? There's like, it was 6,000 uh, members at this point? Yeah, yeah, there's almost 10,000 actually now, and it's, I'm surprised, but I'm also not surprised because that's how the Facebook algorithms work, and if I'm posting and the group gets more, I was just surprised that the rate it grew. There was like, usually it was like 10 members a week I was, approving and now there's like a hundred members a day yeah yeah well it's a honestly it's a it's a really great group there's there's other groups out there with a lot more um, members and it seems that the interaction kind of gets lost so I really appreciate the fact that you really take the time to talk you know to message people and to interact with people it's really the, the name says what it is. It's, you know, astral projection lessons. So you're really interacting with people. Yeah, yeah. Like once I figured out how to consciously astral project, I just, like, there's so many people that are like, oh, it's fake, oh, it's this, oh, it's this. And I'm like, oh, no, I figured it out, so I'm just going to show it with everyone. That's that's great, man. Yeah, you're, right, right now, like, I've been 
you know, going through this process for years, and I've had experience myself, um, especially just recently, and I, I put them on my first couple of podcasts, taught, you know, like that morning when they were happening, but uh, I still haven't mastered or gotten to the point where I can do it intentionally. So, uh, so again, let's let's just dive right into that. Um, when, like, what was your process, and and when did you start getting to be able, you know, getting to that point where you could do it at will? Well, when I was a kid, like very young, like probably five, around that age, like a toddler, uh, it was just happening to me all the time, and I didn't know that that's what it was until later, but. I, you know, I'd be in bed and I'd hear like my parents calling me from downstairs, but I could go walk and see them in their vents and I'm like, oh, this is weird. But also, I can fly right now. <laughs> so, it was, it was really freaky at first because I didn't know what was going on. And then, you know, I finally at least was able to like be stable there to be like, okay, this is a thing that's happening to me. I might as well accept it. And it was kind of cool as a kid, but I still forgot a lot about it uh, for a lot of years in my teens as everyone kind of does, you know, dealing with high school and all these struggles that don't really matter now, but uh, I thought mattered in the meantime. And uh, it was actually my first dose of uh, psilocybin mushrooms, I guess like a few years ago now, maybe four years ago now, that I uh, sort of like remembered, or at least like made the connection that that's what I was doing. I was going out of my body. And then from that on, I actually figured out how to go out of my body. Well, that's like, cool. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. And obviously, you're saying that you, you taught yourself how to do it. Um, when did you when did you actually start? Uh, was that the four years ago that you, you started to uh, you know get into the practice of it? Uh, I probably started in the practice of it maybe two years ago. Okay. Uh, just like really like focusing on my mind, understanding that I can do a lot of things like with just my mind without any external substances or anything. And uh, yeah, that's when I really realized that I could, or not realize, but that's when I started to like actually do it a lot. And how long did it take you from like that realization to to work up to the point where it became more natural and, and doing it at will. Did, did you have a, a few months or how long was the process? Uh, it was definitely a few months. I don't really know. Maybe it was one month. It felt like a long time because uh, I felt like there were so many barriers that I had to get through. But basically, I for me, it happened involuntarily. And if I'm to astral project, it's more just me letting it happen. Uh, so I guess like just getting over that and accepting that something can happen to me and I just have to be okay with it. And it was probably like a few months to really like understand and really be fine with it. I mean, you can like recognize it, but it's one it's another thing to be like entirely fine with it to be able to do things with it and build on top of that. So it's definitely a few months, but it was worth it. It was there were definitely points where I thought. Like, I kept second-guessing myself and whatnot, and I feel like everyone goes through those points where they keep second-guessing themselves, they keep, like, getting discouraged, but you just got to keep pushing through. I mean, meditation helps so much, and once you actually... It was actually once I started regularly meditating that I managed to 
beat the barrier because that was the point when I was, you know, really sitting down and observing my thoughts and my thought processes and what was actually preventing me. It was all these, like, automatic thought patterns. But, yeah, it was definitely meditation in a few months to get over uh, that. Can you... Um I know, I know on your web, on your your Facebook page, that you have that method, and um, just for the sake of on the podcast, I I don't I try to keep it not explicit. So your your method's called not giving an F, right? Is that? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I wrote that when I first started to figure it out, um, but that was yeah, not giving an F method. That kind of came from just me understanding that for me it happened involuntarily and the only reason it wouldn't happen is if I gave an F about a certain thing or like a certain emotion usually. So when I first started doing it, I'm like, oh, it kind of just happens when I don't give an F about anything at all, like literally nothing, like my, even the things that are so important to me, like my family, my, you know, the earth, the, everything but my awareness. The awareness is the the one thing that you have to go back so onto. So that's where I came up with that, I guess. Just and I like to include a little bit of humor too because I feel like so many methods are just so purposely confusing. I don't know why. Because they're less effective that way. So I just want to like include some humor, include it so like a a quote unquote normal person could read it and understand it. Yeah. No, I yeah, I I enjoyed I definitely enjoyed reading it. Um, so do you think it has to do with, um, not being attached to things? Is that, do you think that's part of your, uh, the feeling that you go through when you're, when you're not, um, you know, not, I won't say not caring, but not, you know, not giving, not letting your cares go for the, the daily worries and things like that? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely just like all your daily worries. It's definitely the attachment. Once I... You know, I updated the method. I made it look a little more fancy. But uh, it's definitely the attachment. It's like uh, not getting attached to anything and understanding that even if you leave that, it's going to come back. It's going to be there always. So, yeah, it's just not worrying about it being gone, I guess. And accepting accepting the reality of it but not caring about how, not necessarily not caring about thing, but not caring about how you are affected by it or okay. something. Just accepting that it's there and letting go of all the emotions that you would feel towards it, I guess. I guess letting go of attachment is the is the big thing. And if you can, um, do you think you can describe, like, the process, what you go through now when you're laying down, kind of give us a walkthrough Obviously, I'm sure you're doing it over a period of time. Tell us how long it, it might take and give us kind of a point-for-point walkthrough of what you're thinking or feeling from start to finish, if you can. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, right now, I'll usually just go in my bed. I'll turn off. I have, like, a Himalayan salt lamp that I like to turn on just because it's, like, kind of cool, and it gives a nice and cool aura when I'm actually in the astrals. But I'll usually just lie down. Um, do a breathing exercise. There's the 444 method, which a lot of people talk about, which is basically just inhaling for four seconds, holding for four seconds, and exhaling for four seconds. And what that does, it really just 
calms you down. There's no like special magic to the breathing or anything like that, but it just calms you down if you're anxious about one thing like that second or something, or you were watching something that made you feel weird. It just sort of brings you to a baseline. Uh, I call it like the spiritual baseline because like you do a lot of things when you're at that baseline. Uh, and then I'll just sort of, well, for me now, I'll use my chakras to get out. And it's kind of a hard thing to explain, but I'll, because the astral projections happen involuntarily for me, I kind of have to close off my crown chakra uh, if I don't want to astral project like constantly. Because you can kind of lose your grounding if you do it constantly. Uh, but what I'll do is I'll just relax that part, let it open, and then I'll, for some reason, that's the, the part for me that makes it easiest to get out. So I'll just relax my head, my third eye, and my crown chakra, and that'll sort of make me vibrate all over, and then not getting caught up in the vibrations is really, like, the only step. Once I, I'm just like, okay, vibrations just mean that I'm doing it right, and I don't like use that as a milestone or a checkpoint or anything. I just like know that they're there. All of a sudden, I'll really separate. And then, and the letting go of attachment, the not giving an F, is really the main thing at that point. Just because you have your body and you're so used to being warm um, and being like comfortable in that position, whatever position you're in, and you just have to not care and understand that you're gonna like sort of float around out of your body and it's going to be kind of weird because you don't have like a body to move and you're so used to moving like something that has weight to it and stuff like that. You just have to, I guess it's just like the big thing at that point is letting go of attachment and then once I let go of attachment, I'm, I'm out. It's not really, it's really, can take like five minutes. Okay. It depends, it really depends how, the time that it takes is depending on how like mentally clouded I am in the moment. You, and then how long it takes for me to clear that. Do you feel like um, other chakras besides the crown chakra and third eye chakra can be useful for uh, projecting or energizing? Definitely. Well, your root chakra definitely has to be open just because you have to face so head on without any fear. And actually, when I go to astral project, I feel my root chakra just like opening super wide. And it's kind of a really nice feeling. It's like all your muscles in your lower back just relax and your legs relax and it's like more relaxed than you. It's like being in a sauna. It's like a similar feeling to that. Uh, but, yeah, I think the root chakra and the crown chakra and possibly the third eye. Some people have to check just the third eye, but definitely the root chakra, third eye, and crown are like the most important for me. Um, but if there's something like guilt or shame holding you back, maybe it's the sacral chakra or maybe it's the solar plexus chakra. It's, it's really depending on what usually holds you back. But for me, like, it was always just here as a kid and whatnot. So that's why now when I astral project, I'll use the root chakra and my crown chakras, I guess. Just not being afraid to my crown chakra. Okay. And, and as an overall, do you think that the... Um the letting go part uh, and relaxing, do you think you're from your entire crown to your root, having your energy being able to flow, uh, is that also 
part of the importance, you know, like if, if you're having worries or anything like that, do you think that's something that's going to hold people back? That, uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Having your, I talked about that in my, in my new sort of, I made a crash course. I don't want to plug anything, but <laughs> no, it's okay, uh, man. new I, document I, that I made. Yeah, no, but uh, too, man, because people, if people are looking for stuff, people are looking for information, you know, I, I want to yeah. help people find something to, uh, to read and research. So, you know, whatever you got, just talk about it. That's true. Well, I have a, in my Facebook group, the pin post, I have a new sort of crash course that I made. I think it's pretty cool. Um, but that kind of goes over, like, non-physical energy and what that means and how if it's not flowing, it's usually because of some, like, it's like a stuck emotion. It's like some trauma that you're storing there that you don't want to deal with, and you might not even remember or know that you put it there because you were unconscious of how your body works beforehand. Um, so those two things kind of go hand in hand, I guess, just like letting your energy flow. Uh, ultimately, you have to be able to let your energy flow, like from your crown to your root uh, and all over your body. Uh, and I think it's sort of just like a, a trauma that prevents anyone. So uh, definitely working on having your energy flow will help clear your traumas and that will help you actually project for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's actually kind of, I think you're, what you're saying is kind of comprehensive to your experience. And I think if people want to follow up, I think you do a great job of, uh, you know, uh, interacting with people on your Facebook page, so they should definitely get to your Facebook page, Astral Projection Lessons. Um, is there anything else that maybe I'm not asking that you might want to add? Uh, let's see, let's see. Um, definitely check out the Facebook page and the new method, or the new crash course, because I'm interested in seeing how it works for people. And I guess just look out for more more content from me. I'm hoping to make more videos um, in the Facebook group, um, do more private lessons. I do that on Skype as well. Um, and yeah, I guess I just want to interact with more people, get more people into the astral. Cool. Well, that's that's why I you know wanted to do this podcast that I'm doing. And I appreciate the fact that you're, uh, you know, wanting to do that as well with your Facebook group. It's really cool. Awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely share the podcast in the Facebook group. Uh, cool. Done yeah, when I, uh, when I publish this, uh, this episode, if you want to throw that up, that's, that's cool. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. Well, it was great talking to you, and I think that uh, I think people will get a lot from your experience, and uh, I hope they can also, you know, get to your Facebook page. And uh, oh, one of the things that I wanted to ask you about your your Facebook page, I am wanting to kind of build a community, which it seems you are also wanting to do as well. What do you think is a good way to interact and actually use your Facebook page? To really, um, to really kind of, you know, if you if you're just starting out, if you're just beginning, to start that interaction, and maybe check in and 
let people know about your progress, you know, their progress, or how, how would you suggest to, to get that going? Because that's what I want to do. I, I want to interact with people and, you know, from start to finish. Yeah, yeah, definitely just be genuine. So I've noticed that the Facebook page has so many, there's so many, like, numbers and stats that there's so many opportunities for, like, manifestation. So every time I'm just purely genuine or have a genuine thought and I'll put it there. Not that I, if I have a feeling like, oh, I've posted in a while, maybe I can post. It'll get less of a response than if I just genuinely thought of something or something came to my head and I think it'll be really helpful for everyone. As long as I'm really genuine in giving, um, like, my knowledge or my time to helping people, then it always grows uh, way more and people are always more responsive to you. That's that's one thing I've noticed. Yeah, I I noticed that that's as well. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's how it's grown. I was gonna say that um, I noticed that as well. That um, I posted on the page and I just very specifically asked, "Hey, I'm I'm looking for any advice from anybody. I'm just starting out, and just a genuine you know call for help." And people did. And then yeah. the, pe the people that answered that post, I just clicked on them directly and asked, hey, is it okay if I ask you questions now and then? And they said, sure. So now I have them as, as friends, and I can message them here and there when I'm uh, wanting to ask questions or, or share stuff. Uh, people seem to genuinely want to reach out. Yeah, it's, it's all about being genuine and, you know, affecting your train of karma and whatnot, I could go <laughs> super deep into that, but, yeah, just being genuine, I think. It's harder to do once you're, once it starts growing so much, because everyone tells you that you need to do certain things to uphold certain things, but the more you're genuine, the more it works, that's what I find. Yeah. Well, I think we'll, uh... We'll leave it there, and maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll check in, you know, later on down the road when I've progressed a little, and when your when your Facebook page has gotten bigger, we'll see how uh, how things, you know, how things are turning out with you. Yeah, definitely sounds good. Cool. Well, it's been great talking with you, and I appreciate your time. You too. All right. Bye. Have a great day. You too. All right. Bye. Yes. So that was great. That was. Me and Tommy Hickey talking, and I'm I'm really excited to uh, to be able to share that with you. Um, he's definitely uh, he definitely knows what he's talking about. So uh, again, you can find him on Facebook, Astro Projection Lessons, and you can write me if you want. Uh, send me an email, theastralworldpodcast at gmail .com. Support me on Patreon, the Astral World, and yep. Next next uh, podcast on Thursday will be Arthur Mitchell. He's a, it'll be a great, interesting episode. So I hope everybody is having a great day, and I hope you enjoyed listening to the podcast. This has been The Astral World. I'm Damon Lewis. All right, thanks. Bye. Hello, everybody.
my name is Damon Lewis, and this is the Astro World. So, it's been a little while since I've done an episode, but today I wanted to kind of share uh, some experience I've been having uh, and a couple of conversations that I've been ha- uh, that I had recently. And what what I've been struggling with myself, obviously, is learning to astral project and lucid dream. And I've started talking more uh, with people about that. I've I've been connecting a lot, you know, more with people and t- telling them about my experiences, and they tell me about theirs. So, one person that I talked to just recently was actually a software engineer. And he was telling me that he lucid dreams very naturally. Maybe not every night, but just it just happens to him naturally. And a lot of times when he lucid dreams, it will be a dream about a program or some software he's trying to write and figure something out. Which I've also heard, you know, other inventors and and artists talk about, you know, having dreams and using the using lucid dreams to figure things out. And that sort of makes sense being focused, you know, being entirely focused on one thing and and that your life permeates into your dream. And it sort of it got me thinking a little bit of how how am I living my my daily life in particular and the struggles that I have and the things that I'm going through and that sort of led me to today to another person I I just spoke with um, her name is Jet and she was telling me a little bit about that she was she's writing a book She's writing a book about her experiences, and we talked a little bit about, you know, synchronicities, and she was telling me about her travels and things like that, and, and I was telling her about lucid dreaming and how I'm trying to figure that out. And it gave me a little bit of inspiration between talking to her and talking to the, the software engineer that if I put a little more time in my daily life to living out my personal dream during the day and I focus very intently on something that mean that's very meaningful to me then that could possibly help carry over into my dreams because right now what a lot of times is happening in my dreams is the conflicts that I might be having during the day those conflicts are carrying over in my dreams and I'm sort of working those conflicts out. But if I focus more intently on building and creating the reality and the the dream that I want during the day right now, maybe I won't have as much conflict to work out and maybe those things will carry, you know, carry over into my dream. Now, even if they don't, even if the 
the thing the thing I'm working on intently during the day with my passion and you know the thing I'm very interested in even if I work on that during the day and it doesn't carry over into my dreams at night that's still all good the side effect will still be that I'll be a lot happier and a lot more fulfilled in my life so um yeah I just wanted to check in with that kind of thought and that story I think I got some other things I might want to talk about in other episodes but I just wanted to give uh, a short little short little update and you know as always I would love to hear from from anybody who's listening and hear your story um, you can email me the astral world at gmail.com or the astral world podcast at gmail.com and yeah I would love to hear from you so uh, I hope you're having a great day and I will talk to you hopefully later. All right, bye.